Welcome to the Happy Tans Podcast, where you will learn everything you need to know about running a successful sunless tanning business. We will interview some of the industry's top business owners to find out how they took a passion and turned it into a prosperous business. And here's your host, Grant Conscious. What's up, Happy Tanners? Thank you so much for joining us on episode 134 of the Happy Tans Podcast. Today's episode, we have Kirsten Estes from Lux Tan and Cryo up in the Portland, Oregon area. She's got a great story, a great journey over the past decade, talking about her experience and how they opened up to nine locations. Currently, they're at five, but they still have five amazing locations around the Portland area and the suburbs. She does spray tanning. She does cryo. They do a bunch of other services as well, but she has some great insights. She's built a great business. She has a ton of employees, a great team a great brand and everything else, but she shares some insights into how she was able to do that, the things that held her back, the things that got in her way, and ultimately how she has been able to overcome those throughout the years to get to where she is today. Now they have five locations. They're thriving. They're growing. They're adding more and more services and more people to their amazing team, and she just has a great business. She has a ton of insights to share on how she's been able to do this over the past 10 years or so. And so you can really learn a lot from here. So Kirsten, thank you so much for joining us on this episode. It was wonderful to get to know you and your journey. We're looking forward to supporting you along the way. I hope you guys enjoy this as much as I enjoyed recording it. Have a great day and happy tanning. Today's episode of the Happy Tans podcast is sponsored by the Happy Tans website builder, the first and only website builder created specifically for the sunless tanning industry and other beauty industries as well. That's right. Not only do we help with sunless tanning businesses, we can help with any other beauty entrepreneurs as well. Not only do our websites look beautiful, they are also found online using our top-of-the-line SEO tactics, which help you get found. That's important. It's more important, honestly, than looking good online, but we do both for you. Come check us out. Our websites and our clients constantly rank near the top of the search engines for the services that they offer, whether it's spray tanning, teeth whitening, lashes, waxing, or anything in between. We are here to help you, beauty entrepreneurs, get found online. We have a white glove concierge service where we will completely build out the website for you with as little work as possible from you. We'll have it up and running within a business week or less, depending on how quickly we can get the information. But again, the whole point is to free up your time and allow you to do the thing you enjoy doing more and also the thing that'll make you more money. We're here for you. Come check us out at happytans.com forward slash website or go to happytans.com and click the green create your website button today to get started. In addition, the podcast is sponsored by Sinisto, which is a review tool which helps you not only manage your reviews, but get more reviews. We have a system built in where you can send out SMS, text messages, emails. There's a QR code as well. You can manage, reply to your reviews, share your reviews, do anything you need to do internally. The tool Sinisto.com does all of it. We even have a cool thing where there's an AI reply to where you can reply to your reviews using AI. You don't even have to think about what to say. It'll literally type out a couple paragraphs for you. They sound very genuine and they're very unique, which Google likes as well. Come check us out at Sinisto, S-Y-N-I-S-T-O.com to learn more and get started today. Thank you so much for tuning in. We appreciate you. We hope you enjoy this episode and happy tanning. Hello and welcome to the Happy Tans Podcast. On today's episode, we have Kirsten from Lux Tanning Cairo out in Oregon, Portland, right outside of Portland. How are you doing today, Kirsten? I'm doing good. Thank you for having me. Yeah, thank you so much for for joining us today. I know you reached out on Instagram. I'm so glad you did. 
Uh, you know, your business is a little bit parallel, I guess, to spray tanning. Obviously, you do this one of your services, but you guys have five locations. You do a lot of other services, but nevertheless, somehow you stumbled upon Happy Tan. So thanks for that. But I would, you know, I think it's great for listeners to hear people in other kind of parallel universes, so to speak, because they get to learn from somebody that's kind of walked in similar shoes, even though it might not be exactly kind of opens your mind to a lot of things. So let me open up the floor for a second here, Kirsten, because I'm actually interested to learn more about your backstory. I'd love to learn about how you got into this, how long you've been in business and anything else you want to share before we kind of dive into some other topics. Okay. Yeah. Um, just a little backstory about me. I started my journey in the tanning industry back in 2008 when I got my first job at a tanning salon when I was in college. And that's kind of what made me fall in love with the industry is just working at a couple of different salons in my area. I ended up, you know, being a manager of a salon all through college, just completely fell in love with the industry, the clients, you know, helping people look and feel their best. Um, I fell in love with the sales aspect and just kind of the day-to-day um, of working at a tanning salon. And then after I graduated college, I just kind of, you know, was figuring out what I wanted to do. And the salon that I worked at all through college actually became up for sale. And so mm. I bought that salon and I changed the name, changed the image, you know, cleaned it up, add some new decor, completely ended up renovating it a couple years down the road. And then I ended up adding cryotherapy, heated airbrush spray tanning, facials, and then, you know, fast forward to today. Um, at one point I did have you know, nine locations. Now I'm five locations. And, you know, just within the last decade and more, you know, I've gotten married, I got divorced, I had children, I got remarried. And, you know, so it's just been quite the whirlwind of different events that has happened. And, you know, I'm so happy and proud to say that now I own, you know, the five locations that I have right now. And it's, it's an amazing industry to be a part of. I absolutely love it and it's ever changing and evolving. And so, yeah, I, I'm so happy that I stumbled upon your podcast. It's really been fun listening to other business owners in this industry. And it's been, it's been great to listen to this type of content. Yeah. Yeah. Well, we have had some amazing guests on and all the credit goes to them. It's great to hear the stories and everybody's journeys are different, no matter how, you know, where they are in that journey. It's just great. You can learn so much from, from everybody I feel. So it's, you know, for Absolutely. you, for you to do what you do, you know, have done the nine locations out to five is still, is, is a great accomplishment. Obviously some people that listen might not ever want more than one location. They might not even want one, right. They want to just do mobile tanning, but for mm -hmm. those that have the, you know, I guess to say audacity to try to, to go bigger or want multiple locations and all that. I think yours is an interesting kind of case study because you guys started as the tanning and out of expanded. Do you feel like those, you feel like you needed those additional services to get to where you are? Oh yeah, absolutely. So my first location that I took over, you know, back in 2013, I still own that one today and it's about 2,500 square feet. So oh, yeah. I think you know, maximizing each and every treatment room is a way that you can, you know, make the most money for your time and you have to make it make sense. You know, if you have a space that, you know, you have, it's a revolving door, clients are walking in, walking in, and they're falling in love with the treatments and services that you're doing. Then when you start adding different treatments and services, they already trust you. They love you. 
um, they're all already following you. And if you introduce them to another treatment and service, it's going to help them and help them feel better or look amazing or get a confidence boost. Yeah, it's mm. completely, you know, catapulted my business with adding these different services and treatments because I already have that clientele base coming in. Yeah, that's amazing. What, what was the first service you guys added in addition to? So starting with, you know, the tanning beds and then adding red light therapy. Mm-hmm. Red light therapy is an amazing wellness treatment that's going to make you look and feel amazing. It's going to help your blood circulation. It is anti-aging. It also helps with aches and pains. It's an amazing service to do before your airbrush tan as well. So we like to pair those together. So yeah, adding red light was a big deal. And then going into more customized spray tannings. I've always had spray booths at all of my locations, Mm -hmm. but um, back in, I believe it was 2014 Mm -hmm. is when I added Evolve heated airbrush tanning. Yeah. At that point, I just had two locations. So I added it just to one location just to see how it went and then ended up adding it to my other location. And it's, it's definitely a huge asset to the company of giving somebody that customizable treatment. You know, they are already loving tanning the spray booth, but if you can give someone an amazing custom airbrush, you know, that's definitely taking my business to another level because not a lot of tanning salons offer airbrush tanning. Yeah. Very, that's a very good point. And a lot of people that, you know, listen to this, as you well know, maybe started with the the custom and they want to add the booth, but it's a good thing to have. I think they complement each other. There's a place, time and place for both. Um, yep. you know, as you said, but I, and I also think it's interesting. We had a guest recently as well that owns a, you know, they do waxing and all these other facials and things like that. I think it's interesting to see this, you know, for people that just do tanning, there are places I feel that strictly spray tan or strictly tanning can work certain uh, geographic areas that it may be sustainable in, but it is challenging in a lot of areas. I mean, that's just the fact of the matter. I think you eventually hit a ceiling, right? So these other services just open up the door. Like you said, these people are already coming in. They're in the ecosystem, right? So what else can we give them? Maybe it's asking the clients like, Hey, what else do you need? Or or they keep asking you like, Hey, do you know where we can get X, Y, and Z? And you're like, Hey, Mm -hmm. that's a good thing to think about maybe we should bring those things in-house especially if you have the space obviously 2500 square feet is a pretty large facility so you have the right. room for it you have the room for it for sure um so yeah, yeah and it's just um keeping up with what's going on in our industry as well you know the beauty industry is ever changing the wellness industry is changing so you know going to whether it's conferences or reading blogs you know i'm always researching and trying to go to different places where I can learn more about different machines coming out. And so I think that's a really important aspect when you're part of this industry is to always be educating and learning Mm -hmm. and keeping up with those new amazing treatments that are going to help people in the end. That's what we're doing here. We're helping them, whether it's a confidence boost, you know, or just in general, making them feel better. So if you can give them other treatments and services, it's, I think it's something that, you know, you, you shouldn't really shy away from. It should be something where you're, you're pushing yourself and you're finding out what else is out there. You know, once that, once you've really been an expert on one field, it's okay mm-hmm. to be able to open up the door to another. Yeah, this is very true. I'm, I'm curious. I was thinking, I listened to you talk, uh, Kirsten. I was curious about how did you know, or when did you decide to go to this, to, to open a second location? Cause opening one's a, a jump, obviously maybe the hardest, I don't know, but, uh, mm-hmm. you know, expanding beyond that, like when, when did you decide it was time to do that? So at the time when we, so 
the first location, the first year we made our money back. Mm -hmm. It was such a great year. It it happened quicker than we expected. And Mm -hmm. I say we, because at the time um, I was running it with my then husband. So we have now, you know, divorced and separated, but he ended up leaving his job after the first year that I opened up the first location to open up another location. Wow. So yeah. So it was honestly just the perfect timing. We bought a location that was for sale. So it was another tanning salon that we bought and then we turned it into a Lux Tan and Cryo. So, you know, timing is absolutely everything. Sometimes when a business is for sale, you know, maybe it's, it's there's a reason, maybe the owner is just tired and wants to retire, you know, you never really know. So kind of always just having, you know, looking into the industry of what's going on in, you know, around town and, you know, being connected to other business owners, whether yes, they're competition, but Hey, maybe one day you're going to buy their client list or you're going to take over their space, you know? Yeah. So always kind of being in the industry and knowing what's going on. So it was just kind of the perfect timing. Um, that's my Westland location. I still own that one today, my second location. And yeah, just, you know, putting your, your salons in really good locations is everything. Of course, that's what they say. Location, location, location. They say it for a reason because it could not be more true. Yeah. So true. And like you said, you got to kind of keep like your ear to the, you know, to the floor, whatever you want to call it. You got to keep your ears and eyes open for that. And if you're connected in your local community, there's probably people all the time that are selling their book of business or selling their physical business. Obviously, if you decide to go that route and Kirsten can probably speak far more in detail about this, make sure you review, have somebody review the books or review the books and understand yep. why they're selling. There's so many things that could happen, but you essentially are getting a springboard, right? Was that location, was 100%. that a quick, was that a quick and easy turnaround, like make your money back quick thing? I mean, we bought that salon for a really good price and then mm-hmm. we were able to you know negotiate a lease we bought you know we made it look like a, a lux you know there's certain things that you want to keep on brand with your business yeah you know even down to the same paint in every location you know i really try to keep things looking cohesive even if it's a location that you know i once bought as a tanning salon before, but I turned mm-hmm. it into a Lux, you know, now it's part of the Lux family. So you want to stay on brand. Um, you want to make sure that it makes sense for you and what you want to accomplish. Mm-hmm. Um, owning and operating five locations is not easy, but you know, I have amazing, an amazing, amazing crew. I have mm-hmm. really, really good managers. I have two assistant managers and then I have, another assistant she's on her way to be manager and then i also have a a district manager that works for me so i have a really good crew in place couldn't do it without them so Mm -hmm. it's not for everyone but it's (laughs) definitely it's so exciting it's a pinch me moment honestly because i'm truly doing what i really love and i love my clients and so it's it's fun and i definitely really love this industry. I do some speaking engagements and I really love helping other business owners, you know, get to that next level. And so, yeah, there's, That's there's good. a lot in this industry. It's, it's a lot, it's hard to be a business owner. It's hard to be an entrepreneur. Yeah. You know, everybody says that that's what they want to do. And, you know, it, it seems all shiny from the outside, but there's, there's a grit to it. There's a grind to it. And there's really, really long weeks, but then there's weeks that are, 
not as long. So it's, it's really, it's up and down, but it's, it's really exciting. Yeah. I feel like, you know, it is those things, like you said, being an entrepreneur, obviously now has this good vibe to it. It's so, you know, quote unquote, sexy and all these things. And it sounds great, but the, the real, like you said, the grind to it, the days, the nights where you're working late or you have to get up early or maybe you don't sleep at all. It's like, you don't think about those times and what it takes to go into it. And like, obviously you can speak from experience, from what mm-hmm. you've done with the locations and the staff and the services and all these things you have to consider the team, all the, all these different factors, right? It is, it is so true, but there's, you know, there's the opportunity out there. And I feel like you obviously could shed a lot of light on that. I'm curious, you know, if you, the, just when you mentioned speaking and, you know, helping people and stuff, I'm curious, do you see like, what is the number one, like most obvious thing or the, the most common thing I should say that you see that that is keeping people where they are, you know, from going to where they want to go. I mean, they could be so different for everybody, mm-hmm. but I'm curious if you, you probably see some consistencies there. I think definitely, you know, you really have to lead by example as mm-hmm. being the business owner, the boss, the person in charge, you have to lead by example. You have to show up every day, how you want your staff to show up. Mm-hmm. You know, it, you have, you can't be late, like lazy. You just can't, you gotta, you gotta come and you got to be ready every single day. You have to be motivating, you know, and really, truly just leading by example. We've all had a bad boss in our life before. And honestly, there's nothing worse. So, yeah. you know, I try to be the best leader. I try to motivate my staff. I treat my staff like they're human beings, which they are. They, mm-hmm. you know, some have kids, some are in school, some are part-time, you know, and I always tell some of my part-time staff that, you know, hey, you're going to learn a lot from this job. Whether you're here with me for a year or two years, you're going to take this and you are going to use this in other aspects of your career. Mm-hmm. So um, get ready to learn, you know, and let's let's put on our best foot forward every single day. And I always tell my staff, like, if you have stuff going on at home, which we all do, you know, maybe it's someone's going through a breakup or someone's struggling with this, you know, leave that at the door and let Lux be your out, you know, mm-hmm. come with a smile treat everybody, you know, like they're like, we're so excited to see them. Um, And so I feel like a lot of people when I do these speaking engagements, you know, they'll, they'll say, how do you stay motivated? Or how, how do you keep your staff motivated? And I think truly just leading by example. Mm -hmm. And, you know, I think that's probably one of the best pieces of advice I can tell them. And, you know, take, take risks that are obviously smart and thought out, but don't Mm -hmm. be scared. Like, you know, business, it, it's up and it's down. But if you don't try something, you'll never know if it, it can be the best move of your whole career. Yeah. Most people regret not doing something versus what they did. Right. So it's so true to yeah to do that. And lead by example is huge. And I think, you know, treating your treating your employees like people is great. One thing that I love to do is, you know, anybody that works with us, I love to get to know them on a personal level. If they have kids, I want to know their names, their age. It's just, I mean, maybe that's just you know, each, every person's different, but I just like truly enjoy that. And you think about the opportunity that, that you're giving them as well as what they're giving back to you, but like they're, you're essentially, right. you know, helping them put food on their table for their family and uh, you know, and vice versa, right. They're doing the same back for you. So it's, it's so cool to me to see those people, watch them evolve, watch them learn stuff and grow. And like you said, some of these people are young. They, they might want to only be there for a certain amount of time, but I, you know, I'm the same way. I like to know what they're, 
I like to know what their end goal is, whether it's with us mm-hmm. or not, it doesn't matter. I just want to know how we can help them grow the most. That's what it's about. So that's, that's important aspect, I think, and, and leading by example, you know, sometimes I'm sure Kirsten gets in there and does the dirty work and, uh, and they see them, see you doing that. they see you doing that. And then they're like, oh, they don't hesitate to do it when it's their turn to. Absolutely. Yeah. I, you know, love this industry and that comes through in any meeting that I hold with my staff. It comes through when I check in my clients, it comes through when I talk to my employees. And so, you know, just trying your hardest to be the best example and being positive and, you know, keeping that, you know, momentum going, you know, day in, day out, because it's definitely, this is a sales, you know, we're salespeople too. This is a Mm -hmm. sales job. And so it's up to us to, you know, kind of be the walking billboard Mm -hmm. of what we're selling here too. So, you know, you got to, you got to come prepared every day and yeah. Yeah. Be you ready. Gotta be, you got to be ready. Yeah. That moment, momentum is a huge thing, right? It's, once you get it behind your back, keep it going for sure. <laughs> People overlook Absolutely. that. People overlook that. So you, you know, the, the five locations you got in the, in the Portland uh, suburbs are what, you know, obviously one of the biggest challenges everybody has in the industry and beauty industry, probably any business, right. Uh, getting new clients in the door. Right. So mm-hmm. what would have been your biggest money makers as far as RSA, should I say book builders, whatever has helped you build your books and get more clients in the door. What's, what's been the most helpful for you over the last you know decade? Okay. Yeah. I mean, how to get new clients through the door is something that I think about on a daily basis. It's definitely <laughs> huge. It's something that's on my mind all the time. You know, how do yeah. I get new clients? And I feel like there's so many different categories that you can pour into. So social media, I get a lot of clients from social media. I get a lot of client referrals. That's a big Mm -hmm. thing. I get a lot of people that are coming in from Google reviews, um, our website. I have clients that come in because they called a couple of, you know, different tanning salons in the area, but we sounded the nicest over the phone or we took the time to explain everything over the phone. So like, there's just so many different categories where you need to be in line with. So you got to have, you know, a good website, a good social media, you know, you got to have, you got to be ready for those clients, whether, you know, I'm sure most of the listeners are by appointment. So making sure that you are so ready for your appointment to walk through the door, especially if it's that new client, because they're going to need to fill out a waiver form. Maybe you want to give them a tour. Maybe you need to go over a couple steps and take a little bit more extra time with that new client. So you always need to make sure that you're ready. Um, phone calls, online booking, of course, mm-hmm. and um, not afraid to ask for those reviews because that's how it's really going to build your business as well. So, you know, there's just so many different avenues. You can also do cross promoting with other local businesses that are in line with your target client. Yep. And um, just always being, you know, trying to be as visual and on people's mind as possible. That way that when they do think of something that you offer, you're going to be the company that they think of right away. Yeah. Very true. Out of sight, out of mind, right? You got to stand in, on top of people's minds. So uh, for, for the referrals, do you have a referral program internally to, to reward those clients? Yeah, we do a referral program where if somebody comes in and just does a, even a single session or does a membership, you know, we put a in salon credit on their account or we can customize it. Maybe that client wants to try a cryotherapy session. So we'll give them a free cryo session or maybe 
you know, we'll, we'll do some type of like additive for free. Um, it's always some type of treatment as I think to, to, you know, referring your friends and your family to come in. Um, some people, they just say, Oh, my friend told me about this place and, you know, they can't remember who told them or something. And so that happens a lot too, which is totally fine. And we'll just put referred by a friend on their account. So each client account, I can see how they heard about us. And that just keeps me focused on what's really working like social media or Google, you know? Yeah, for sure. Whichever is bringing in the most people. What's, what's working the best recently? If you can remember. I would say the most lately I'm seeing is from social media. And uh-huh. I feel like that brings in a ton of people and Google. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So just having a really nice Google page, make sure that you're managing your business profiles really well. And you can post on those accounts. You can reply to your reviews, always reply to any review, whether it's, yeah. you know, a five-star review or two-star review or something, yeah. you know, um, I, I, I know everybody says you can't make everyone happy, but I try my hardest to make every single client happy. Yeah. Yeah. It's so true. So. Yeah, we, and we try to, we hammer that home. People have heard me say it a million times, read and respond to all the reviews. We have released a system recently called Sinisto where you can actually manage all those reviews, request reviews, SMS and email. But the biggest thing Amazing. is like, you, yeah, you can reply yeah. within the tool. We even have it connected to AI. So you can do an AI reply. If you don't feel like replying, it does a pretty good job of writing a couple paragraphs. It's pretty nice. And Google likes to see Amazing. that mixed up. So, but people have a hard time asking, but those reviews, I mean, I could say it till I'm blue in the face, but they make a huge I know. difference uh, Same. In, in business. Yeah. Which is beautiful. So I would you- say tours and reviews. Those are yeah. two of my favorite words. Give a tour <laughs> to your client and reviews like those. Yeah. Those are just, they go so far. Um, even down to like, you know, I have A-frames on the side of my, my road. Like the simplest thing to just put your brand out there. You just, you can't do it enough. Or, you know, if you're going to the gym, wear your brand on your gym t-shirt or go get, yeah. you know, some some cute tops made that have your brand. You know, I'm always, if I'm doing like a Costco run for the salon, people stop me and be like, hey, what's cryo? Because my shirt will say Lux Tan and Cryo, you know, yeah. so why wear Nike when you can wear your brand? Yeah. All the time. Yeah. You're representing somebody else. If not. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Definitely. So for social media, what, what has been like, uh, are you referring to recently as working as or like organic? Are you doing paid both? Um, definitely both is working. Okay. So I do some paid ads and I, you know, sometimes I'll do like, a boosted post and it, it'll, you know, maybe I'll just do a hundred dollars for 30 days, which is really, really low, you know, yeah. and then maybe I'm doing an event. And so I really want to get more traffic on my website. And so I'll do maybe $500 for a, a two week posted, a boosted mm-hmm. post mm-hmm. and where they can just swipe up and it goes right to my website and then you can easily book an appointment or give us a call regarding yeah. that event. Um, I love doing events at my locations. It's so fun. It's a way to get a lot of new clients. And then it's also a way to get your current clients to try something different at maybe like a discounted price or a promo. So yeah. um, definitely I love doing social media in yeah. general. It's really fun. 
Yeah, it's great. And, you know, the thing with social media and the ads is like those algorithms are designed to get you to, I mean, essentially want you to spend more money, right? So they're going to optimize those ads to help perform better. Now you got to put, you got to put some thought into it and put some good content together to stand out. But nevertheless, they want you to repeat and like spend more money, right? They want Kirsten to keep coming back and giving that hundred dollars exactly. all the time. <laughs> exactly. And, you know, maybe sometimes I'll not do a boosted post and I'll just do, you know, <laughs> more organic, you know, posts or, you know, I'll take a break from it and see what works more. I'll do a couple more Google ads, you know, you yeah. always want to be, you know, kind of trying different things and seeing what's working the best. Um, I do, you know, of course, email campaigns and everything like that too. So yeah. I try to do a little bit of everything. Yeah, for sure. Well, who, who do you use for emails that build into the scheduling system? Um, I use constant contact. Oh yeah. Big one. Yeah, for sure. That's a great one. Yeah. A lot of people still sleep on email. It's the number one, you know, as far as ROI goes, it's number one. I think it's something like 36 or $42 to want for every dollar you spend and, you know, get, you get back. So it's great. It's overlooked. Yeah. It's great. <laughs> yeah, definitely. I mean, it's something that I've been doing for the longest time. And then, you know, social media has been newer when it comes to running ads and everything. But I think doing, you know, just being on top of any way you can get the word out is really important. Yeah. It's super important. It's always going to change. Just like the, just like the products and services and the beauty industry, this marketing stuff's always going to change, um, change as well. Uh, Kirsten, what, what did you, what would you say has been like the number one factor in growing your business as you've grown from a single location to multiple? I'm, I'm just curious of what the, what the one silver lining thing is that's, that's, made the biggest difference for you? I mean, I feel like keeping consistent with customer service and offering a really good product and service mm. that just keeps those clients forever. You know, I don't want a client just a pop in one time. You know, I want a client for as long as I can have that client for, <laughs> yeah. you know, so I like to make sure that I'm being really customizable to that client. So, and I have obviously have thousands of clients and hundreds of memberships, but taking the time where, Hey, if a client wants to freeze for a month or they, it's a budget thing, you know, how can we keep that client happy? How can we keep them for the long haul? And so giving that client experience, it needs to be the same consistent. They need to know what they're coming into you know, remembering their name, remembering what they like, remembering what their formula is on their account, you know, and just really keeping that customer service dialed in. So whether it's one person, you know, airbrushing them, and then the next time it's a different esthetician air, airbrushing them, you know, just keeping that really consistent treatment and service. That way you have a very long term client. And then you can expand because you have each salon has this like, you know, big client base that are yeah. there, the memberships coming in and the product sales and, you know, event sales and stuff like that. Yeah. That's a great, that's a great point. I mean, I, and obviously that gets even more and more challenging as you grow, right. Not only team members, but locations. So that consistency is, is massive, but I think it's, it's great to keep that in mind. Even if you're just small, even if it's just you, that consistency is huge. 
taking care mm-hmm. of those little details, making sure that experience is great. I love the idea of the tour, you know, especially when you have more services, it's like, oh, this is where we do this service and that service. And people get an yep. idea because they don't know, you know, cryotherapy. I only know what that is because a client does it, but it's like, what does that mean? And mm-hmm. then there's like all these things that people never consider. And you're like, oh yeah, red light therapy is great for all these things, helps skin conditions or sleep better or whatever. And you're like, oh, I've never tried that. And you, there's so many different, it opens so many different avenues for for you guys. Absolutely. Yeah. And definitely, you know, you want all of your staff to be saying things in line with what you want them to say. And so we're all knowledgeable and we're ready to explain a treatment that maybe a client is a little bit interested in or with, you know, those phone calls that we have come in, coming in all the time, you know, just yeah. treating every client like we're, you know, we appreciate their business and, you know, just being really consistent with the people that you hire. Don't be a don't be afraid to fire someone, you know, yeah. um, you got to have thick skin when you're the business owner, you're the one that has everything on the line. So mm-hmm. it's somebody that is working for you. You just have that feeling that it's just not working out. Just let them go right away. Don't give them second, third, fourth chances. Mm-hmm. That's definitely something I've learned along the way. There's a lot of learning in this whole, you know, business ownership type of career. So yeah. just making sure that you're your client and just the whole entire atmosphere at the forefront of it. Yeah. Yeah. It's your, it, yeah, like you said, your butt's on the line at the end of the day. So <laughs> don't feel exactly. bad. If something doesn't work no. out. That's part of it. Yeah. Yep. Part of it for sure. Kirsten. Well, I, you know, we could probably go on forever. There's so much to unpack and maybe we'll bring you back for another episode, but before I ask the last question for people that may have questions for you, you know, you're not, I guess you are, you're in the spray tan industry, but you do so much more, but the multiple locations, mm-hmm. you know, the situation you're in there is, is amazing. I think everybody could learn something from you. If people have questions or is there something you, you know, want to mention, is there anything you do that people can learn from? Can they reach out to you? Anything you want to fill in, feel free to, we'll also put in the show notes. Yeah, definitely can reach out to me um, on Instagram. It's kirsten.luxtan. Um, or my business page is Lux Hand and Cryo. Definitely send me a message. Um, I love talking to other business owners about this industry. I think it's it's a really amazing industry. We're all really lucky to be doing yeah. what we're doing. And there's always so much that you can learn and grow. Yeah, definitely true. Definitely true. It's, it's good to give back and help. And, you know, you can uh, everybody can learn something from you. So, you mean, you've been in it for a while. You've done the multiple locations, the staff, the bringing on new services, buying a business. I mean, there's just so wealth of knowledge there, Kirsten. So thank you so much for for reaching out, you know, following Absolutely. Happy Tans for, for coming on the yeah. podcast. We'll have to have you back here at some point. Uh, but, but the last question I always love to ask is if you had to write a letter to yourself and you were just starting out, what would you say? Um get ready for a wild ride <laughs> um, <laughs> and always stay true to yourself like you do because it's gonna it's gonna work out it's gonna be amazing yeah yeah get ready for a wild ride that's for sure it's, it's a lot of work it's a lot of fun like you said some weeks you're like why am I doing this and other weeks you're like this is why I do it right that's just the exactly it's the roller coaster ride of, of uh, owning your own business being an entrepreneur um, it's, it's a great thing, but it is a lot of work and, and, you know, Kirsten can attest to that and she's been through it, um, through the ups and downs for sure. Uh, but again, I, I truly do appreciate you coming on. We'll, we'll link all, you know, the luxtan.co we'll link all of your Instagram, uh, accounts b- uh, below as well. People don't hesitate to reach out. Uh, Kirsten was kind enough to reach out to us. So I would love to, uh, to spread the word and you can reach out to her. Kirsten, thank you so much 
Again, yeah, I, hope thank you have, you. I hope you have a great day and happy tanning. All right. Thank you.